Welcome to Hospitality Verse podcast, where we discuss all things hospitality tech related. If you want to get a quick digest of current trends, insights, use cases, or hear industry professionals' views and opinions on things like metaverse, NFTs, robots, and other innovations, this show is for you. All right, let's get started. Hi, this is your host, Dominika Dujak. In the last episode, we spoke a lot about NFTs, and I gave you a couple of examples of how hospitality and tourism can leverage NFTs in marketing, building engagement, building loyalty. We've covered uh, reward programs, uh, broader tokenization of assets, and so-called cost-driven NFT projects that can, can support companies' CSR. Today, I want to go a little bit deeper into this topic. And so I invited Eric Kwaska, who's the CEO of Collectico Labs, to join me and discuss the ins and outs of the NFT projects. Collectico Labs is a growing NFT startup from Poland that I think is doing it right. They've created a platform that's accessible and inclusive. And what I mean by that is that it keeps all tech in the background and basically allows normal people to enter the world of NFTs without all the hassle of, you know, opening digital wallets, crypto, and so on. As a practitioner, Arek explains how difficult it is to integrate NFTs with the hotel loyalty program, for example, and challenges the myth regarding high costs and complexity of NFT projects. He says he actually doesn't like the term NFT and thinks that in the next five years, NFTs will be as popular as emails. I really enjoyed this conversation and I hope you will too. So let's dive in. Arik, hi, so great to have you here today. How's it going? How are you? Uh, I'm good and good to be here. How are you? I'm well, I'm well, thank you. Look, I'm really excited for this episode because you know, I've been working on NFTs and, you know, I know you've been working also on NFTs and you've done some exciting projects. You've created Collectico Labs, which is, as I understand, an NFT studio, NFT company that builds NFT projects. And I'm going to ask you about the details in a minute. But uh, as I said, you know, I've done an episode on NFTs lately and we've I've spoke about a couple of different use cases, and I understand that there's a plethora of different NFT applications, you know, from digital collectibles to to really redesigning the whole customer loyalty space, for example, right? Um, and I think, you know, I would love to today for us to go a bit deeper and get your view, your practitioner view, because, you know, you've been working on on NFTs for a while now, right? And I'm sure also our listeners would love to get a bit more, you know, or get some guidance maybe in terms of how difficult it is to get into the NFTs, um, how expensive are NFT projects, and, you know, how to start really an NFT project, especially if you're in hospitality and tourism, which is, you know, not very close to these technologies, let's say. But before we jump into the details, um, can you tell me how you got into the NFT business? Because I know you wear a lot of hats. You've been a CTO, right, to a couple of companies. You're a startup mentor and advisor. You have, uh, you've done, you know, you're a serial entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneur. 
you've done a couple of different things. Why NFTs, right? Because it's a crypto winter, you know, everybody's saying that, you know, NFTs are over and so on. So how did you start that? <laughs> you know, and yeah, and what's your view on crypto winter, by the way? Actually, when I got there uh, into the NFT uh, business, it wasn't a crypto winter yet. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and I think we, we all suppose that uh, Hossa will take a bit longer. Uh, but it happened differently. So so we are where we are. Uh, actually, maybe I will start from your last question. So what I'm thinking about the crypto winter and all of these things that happened to NFT market, this is crypto. Lots, lots of people call it a big collapse, but from my perspective, we are so early in the NFT. NFT is just a technology. NFT is a simple technology that were used to mostly to scam people. Uh, okay, there are some utilities, there are some use cases that are quite great and show the potential of the technology, but also it was a lot of projects that have been developed within a days. It shows how easy the technology is. It's honestly speaking, you can develop an NFT-based project within a days. And many people started with uh, with scanning other people with some uh, artificial intelligence generated art or other pictures, like all these PFP pictures without any utility behind it. And it it had to collapse. Actually, if there is no utilities behind it, why to buy it? From my perspective, NFT is just tech. You can use this tech stack as something that brings you value or for yet another, uh, I will use this word again, scam, because uh, people people will buy it. You will pump uh, value of it. But at the end, uh, if there is no true value behind it, why to use it? I don't know. I don't understand it exactly. But you've asked me how I get there. Honestly speaking, it was uh, by accident. Oh, interesting. Uh, I was. Uh, I, I had quite great team of friends, and we are investing in crypto market together. We we are we do a lot of research. Uh, so uh, when we are investing in a project, we do some technological research, economical research. We check uh, uh, the founders of the projects. Uh, we simply assess the risk uh with uh the project and so and and because we are all tech guys uh so we understand technology a lot and at some point uh, a friend of us who is a more like marketing guy or communication guy he bring to the table potential customer who said i i understand that you do a lot of things around the around the nft around the crypto itself mm-hmm. so do you think we can do something like uh, NBA top shots or, or something similar uh, for uh, for one of the sports federations? So digital collectibles. Exactly, exactly digital collectibles, and we started to to think about it. We we started to. Uh, research uh, much deeper the area, and we decided that topic is so interested, interesting that for us we want to engage ourselves with it. So we so we started collecting collabs, uh, and we we are sure that because NFT is just a tech stack, we started to talk about not about the NFTs itself, about digital collectibles 
and the utilities that goes with it. So we started to think about this of NFT things as kind of a digital glue, something that uh, connecting people, spaces, experiences, objects, uh, you know, even money mm-hmm. in completely new ways in the real and in the digital world. So it brings us to the place where NFT itself, just this uh, this piece of uh, art, graphic, uh, it's it's just the kind of visualiz- visualization of, of the thing that you can own and as a key that opens your doors to unlimited possibilities of utilities that can go with it. So we decided to, to, to start a company. Actually, we never did a project, which was the potential first one, uh, because our client decide, potential client decide to go completely different way. I'm talking about the tokenization. And uh, it didn't went well. Okay. Uh, but yeah, but 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 we stayed in the in the area and we started to develop our platform. We we researched many different blockchains, so just to pick the proper one, proper from different perspective. I mean, proper because uh, we want to make an NFT, so we want to use a blockchain who is uh, which is uh, the best for the NFT itself. But also we were looking for, if we can say it, kind of green blockchain. So right. we choose the blockchain where environmental cost of transaction yeah. is uh, similar to search in a Google engine. So right, like we are using this every day. So uh, it's it's nothing big. And which uh, sorry, can I ask which one is that? Which one did you choose? We, in we, the we decided to go with Flow. All oh, right. Okay. <laughs> so we're not going to go Actually, into the details of which consensus mechanisms yeah. and you know like. Yeah, I think for for the people who are listening, to you it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, no, g- good point. It's just for me. <laughs> That's why I said we're not going to go into the details. But I think your point about you know sustainability, picking a green blockchain though, is extremely important now, right? Because you've got a lot of different yeah. use cases. But at the end of the day, you know, if you're in the hospitality, for example, or any other business, you probably have a lot of different stakeholders, right? And at the end of the day or year, you have to report to those stakeholders and whatever you do, your investments, your actions, your projects that you're running, it all has to make sense from many different perspectives, sustainability being one of them, right? So I can imagine that, you know, that if I were a decision maker, I would definitely lean towards green blockchain that has very little cost, like you say. So, you know, always when I'm talking about the NFT, I'm, I'm trying to avoid the word NFT, but uh, we are in your podcast. So you are talking also about the NFTs. The topic is NFT. So I will use that word. Uh, I'm talking about it as a simple tech. You know, we are using emails every day. Like we are hard users of emails. I probably think yeah. you, you, have, you are the same. Uh, but we are not talking about the POP3, uh, SMTP, the tech that goes behind it and uh, that keep all its running. And from my perspective, uh, NFT itself will be something like this in the next few years. So for now, we are excited about the technology. 
but at the end, it's just the technology and uh, the real value is what we can do, what we can build on top of this and uh, what we can simply deliver. Right. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, that's a cool perspective. I, I, I like I like your analogy to emails and, you know, and the fact that technology at the end of the day, it's only a tool, right? And I feel like a right. lot of issues around blockchain, crypto, NFTs, and so on is uh, sits with uh, well, there's a lot of a lot of issues with that. But but one of the reasons is the jargon, that the the fact that it's it just seems to be so complex. If you're not in it, like both legs in it, it it just you know you, you just can't keep up with the. It's a completely different dictionary, right? But uh, you said that the first project that kind of, you know, started the whole NFT journey for you, that didn't yeah. work out, right? But yeah, can you tell right. me what projects you're working on at the moment? Because I know you've got some exciting stuff happening. Yeah. So we, we just finished up uh, the project with uh, Polish Football Association, which was the first uh, proof of uh, attendance and proof of uh, achievement protocol, if we are using all okay. this yeah. jargon, uh, blockchain jargon. So it was a NFT a proofing that you uh, applied or uh, get some reward in the uh, startup uh, acceleration program made with uh, Polish Football Association. So we, we are taking startups to Qatar soon. Uh, oh, okay. So th they will show themselves there. And uh, for them, they will never get like, you know, paper diploma. Uh, they got an NFT that uh, proves that, that they've been there. And uh, we, we started to build community around the program also based on... Uh, on supporters NFT. Mm -hmm. We will probably soon some additional uh, utilities like gated content for, for people that, that support us uh, in that area. So Can you do a dinner with that... Lewandowski? Well, definitely. Uh, <laughs> if not, you did an NFT of it's... Lewandowski that comes with additional <laughs> utility of um, getting a dinner with him, I'll definitely buy it. <laughs> Actually, but this is something that goes with NFT. It's transferable. Yeah. You can sell bound it, of course, but uh, sell bound means that, that you can uh, connect your NFT to the wallet, but uh -huh. then you cannot send it to other wallets. So, but in most cases, NFTs are transferable. So if you will get your uh, dinner with Lewandowski NFT and <laughs> you can send, you can always send it to someone, somebody else. Yeah. Or you yeah. can even sell it on marketplace. Yeah. What is also, I think, important in this uh, in this discussion about the NFT and dinner with Lewandowski, uh, you can have some royalties uh, connected to uh, to your NFT. So, uh, if uh, I will publish the NFT and Robert Lewandowski will agree to it because it's all this, this real things sure. behind it. Uh, I can put to, to my smart contract information that every time when somebody will sell that NFT, 10% from the transaction goes to me. Right. And because we are early uh, in the um, adoption curve, uh, so it's 
it's not always work uh, like that because you know marketplaces need to respect uh, this wish. But still, uh, when you are signing a document, you can also sign on the paper some royalties, and people around it need to respect it. It's the same with NFT. So yeah. you can have the royalties also in the in, in the NFT. So when you will sell it, because probably in Qatar. Uh, dinner with Robert Lewandowski will be quite valuable. Uh, <laughs> you may want to sell it and start your business based on it. Uh, yeah. I will earn with you on it. <laughs> cool. So, yeah. I so, think there's a, yeah. there are at least two use cases that I've seen recently. One is, I think, Air Baltic, and another one is Tachyon, I want to say. Uh, that's in hospitality and tourism. Air Baltic, uh, they're talking about building or they're they're launching their um, air tickets uh, sales based on NFTs. But it's a whole different approach where your tickets sit on on NFT or blockchain platform. You buy them as NFTs, and you, you, so you can either buy a traditional ticket or you can pick an NFT ticket. The difference is that with NFT ticket, you get up to you get a, an option to change the name of the ticket holder up to 72 hours before the flight. And between, you know, the, the purchase moment and the 72 hours cutoff, you can freely trade that ticket. However, if you trade it, if your, you know, travel plans change and you decide to trade it, um, Air Baltic still gets a, it's not a royalty, but it's like a, you know, a, a charge, right? Uh, yeah. that that goes that goes as part of their revenue and then i think tachyon um does the same with hotel bookings right so you buy um or you book a hotel for a which is and it's a non-refundable booking that's why the price is more attractive right but up to some cut of time before the actual arrival date you can you know sell it on the nft platform trade it whatnot and again you know there's additional charge for that so so i i suppose it works similar to your to what you said about the royalties right yeah it's it's exactly the same because all of this uh, second hand market market it's for uh, for people who are selling tickets for anything like concerts yeah. uh a tourist information, tourist attractions. It's it's something that uh, there are many. We can even I think call it businesses who buy tickets cheap when they are still cheap, and they are sell it later uh, for uh, much higher prices uh, because there is no more tickets available on the market. Right, and the organizers are not earning on it. Because they are using the, the cheap ticket as a kind of marketing campaigns, and they, they actually they pay for it because the ticket ticket is cheaper. And then some completely not uh, not linked with them business earn money because they are using this uh, as an advantage for their business. Yeah. And you can use uh, the NFT technology. To simply earn with your business when the, the ticket is on the second market. So why not to use it? Yeah, absolutely. And um, do you uh, do you have any projects specifically focusing now on the hospitality or tourism? 
Uh, we, we are discussing with one international chain of hotels, uh, oh, okay. but it's still early in a discussion discussion phase. So uh, maybe I'll not not go into the details. Sure. Uh, but it's we are talking about some kind of uh, uh, light loyalty loyalty program for uh, chain of the hotels uh, with just simple utilities. Just to see if uh, if it's good fit for uh, for their clients, um, but what convinced them to talk with us uh, was that that we are using technology in the way that is very transparent and simple for end users. So you you don't have to know anything about uh, wallets, crypto storage. Uh, custodian and then custodian. Mm -hmm. You simply need to have your email and we will send you information on your email. There will be a, a one-time password, then you can log into the platform. But at the end, from the technology perspective, you will have a non-custodian wallet. So everything will be yours, not ours. Uh, but uh, you will simply don't even know about it. Yeah, so, so we it's are trying be absolutely to transparent the... to the user. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we are trying to hide the tech as much as we can from the uh, end user perspective, and uh, and give them uh, as many as many utilities as we can. From the hotel perspective, because I understand you know you you're aiming to make it as easy as possible, low entry, uh, no entry barriers, and so on. Uh, for the user, so for the hotel guests, right? Mm -hmm. But what about the hotel? How difficult it is to integrate it, uh, to integrate their current tech, tech infrastructure with, you know, or how uh, how difficult it is to add that blockchain slash NFT layer. And I'll tell you why I'm asking, because, you know, I've mentioned to you earlier that I've done a lot of research here in Dubai on, you know, on blockchain and on perceptions of hospitality managers on blockchain technology. And one of the common kind of, you know, statements that things that I've heard basically from each and every person almost that I've talked to was that blockchain is so complex, you know, it's expensive. It's just very difficult to get into that. And on top of that, you've got in many hotels, you've got a legacy architecture. You know, you've got a lot of applications and a lot of systems and they don't talk to each other. You know, it's it's just it's just very complex environment. So when they think about when hospitality people think about adding another layer that's perceived as so difficult, you know, it's it's just kind of very difficult to convince them that it may be something worth looking at from that perspective. But what's your view on yeah. that? Actually, I think this is a place where, or, or the moment where the whole magic of Web3 uh, comes out because Web3 is a distributed system. So NFT-based systems may be built completely distributed with just simple uh, points of contact, like integration with the um, with the hotel system, with the legacy systems, but in some cases you don't even have uh, this this integration. So it's completely separate system with uh, some data that sometimes may be sent. I can imagine situation where 
maybe we have to check, uh, I don't know, some internal number of the client within the database. So there may be some integration needed, it depends on, uh, on the use case itself. But also the project that I, I were talking about, we are talking about completely new infrastructure, even no, no infrastructure, because we are not building infrastructure for this. This is mm -hmm. distributed system. It's, it works on people's smartphones. It works as a, something completely separated uh, because we are using uh, GPSs uh, and some one-time passwords to to be sure that, that the person is in the hotel right now. So we know okay. where the person is, uh, who is the person interacting with, uh, because we can say, okay, it was this particular person in the reception desk who who were uh, talking with the people. And we simply, we don't have to uh, integrate with the legacy systems to, to do this. At the end, uh, I can imagine also some light integration using front-ends, using some light technologies. Uh, I, I spent some time in telcos, so I understand mm -hmm. how it is to integrate with legacy systems and uh, how painful it is for everyone. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and also often there are tech core business system, they are business critical. So nobody will allow us to, um, you know, integrate with this, with some new system that is not exactly checked and uh, like, it's not, not like everyone knows that is proof. So we, we built everything that you don't have to integrate, but also if there is a need, we have some ideas how to integrate in a, in a light way. So from technology perspective, and actually also from the IT perspective, you can avoid uh, um, to uh, interact with uh, IT teams of the hotels. <laughs> okay. That's interesting. And, and how expensive is it? So we already know, you know, you say it's simple-ish, <laughs> but, uh, but Ish, how yeah. expensive is that? You know what, we, we are working on RevShare model in most cases. Uh, so uh, at the end, it's uh, it almost does not cost my client anything uh, if they're not earning. Uh, but if, if you would like to uh, give away uh, NFTs for free, I will have to charge like uh, 20 euro cents per NFT. Right. So... Those are kind of just to keep the infrastructure up and running and uh, some um, gas fees and all these blockchain uh, things. Uh, also, we, we are using uh, like some uh, licensing uh, fees, which are like, I would say up to 1000 euro monthly. Mm -hmm. and, and the cost starting at the beginning and there, because in most cases, uh, clients uh, that we are talking to come and say, okay, we want to do something, we don't know. So there is a, a consultancy pro project with, you know, we, we need to design it. Yeah. And yeah. it all depends how complex implementation will be. It all depends on how, uh, how much knowledge and uh, experience uh, people on, on the hospitality side, on my client's side has, but it's still, 
We did it for small project. We did it for free. Uh, but if this is something more complicated and we need to spend like long hours to to design it, uh, we'll charge some some fees. But it's always it's it's also thousands, maybe ten thousands of uh, of euros. Okay, but it it doesn't sound like you know like the money is a showstopper, right? Because you no, no, you it's see not a SAP lot of tech investments. Sorry, no. it's not then... SAP implementation. Yeah, it, no, exactly, exactly. It doesn't sound like it's a huge investment, right? So it almost, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons why people get into the NFTs, and uh, it, in hospitality, you don't see a lot of projects yet, but you do see some of them, you know. And uh, I try to kind of, you know, whenever I see one, I try to post about it on LinkedIn to show my, you know, my fellow hospitality managers that, uh, you know, their competition is not sleeping; they're working on stuff. And oh, there's every week there's one or two projects, one or two announcements, you know where uh, a hotel is doing a yeah customer loyalty or you know there was a, i think last week there was a hotel in india that launched a um, souvenir type of an nft where i'm not sure if there's any utility but there was no info about that it was literally called a souvenir nft which you know from my perspective we've already discussed it to me nft has could have tremendous value provided it's associated with utility right so there's this uh, there's this um gamer hotel for example in um, i want to say malaysia and what they've done they've issued beautiful nfts they look amazing um uh, but aside from the fact that they look amazing they also give you a lot of you know uh, additional perks uh they also kind of help them build the community of gamers because they they kind of you know get all the gamers on board for uh, some special events you know they they give them let's say one free night but aside from that one free night they kind of you know build the whole branding of a hotel the whole image of a hotel which is a gamer hotel right for esports um but that's only one of the that's only one of the use cases uh, there are um, in terms of loyalty, I think I've seen the most of of the examples so far. Um, but let's talk about use cases in a minute. But I wanted to go back to technology, though, because I also have a, a had a had a thought that you know, with more traditional hospitality vendors, they're quite specialized so you know who's if you work in hospitality you know who's your you know pms vendor who who delivers what like you know yeah. traditionally they're quite specialized you know that these guys are doing hospitality right whereas nfts you know seem to be a bit more universal if i may say so what i mean by that is you don't have to be focused on hospitality or tourism specifically you can do, you know, football association, hotels, you can do, you know, all sorts of different industries, right? Is this is right. this a correct hypothesis or do you think there's you have to specialize in order to create a, you know, a successful NFT project? I think it's uh, as always, it depends. So uh, there is space for both of types of the companies. So 
I can imagine companies like mine, which uh, when we are like uh, domain independent and we build in different domains, when we come to um, uh, to the hotel or to the other hospitality uh, provider, and we build something separated from the legacy systems, we build something from the scratch and something which is separated, like, uh, I don't know, loyalty program, like uh, some additional uh, uh, right selling platform, uh, art selling platform. But also I can imagine myself a project where is, uh, the NFT is a key to, to your room. Mm-hmm. So you got the NFT and you got the right to, with this NFT, you got the right to open uh, room number two for in this particular period of time. And with projects like this, I think the company should be specialized because we need to integrate with many different uh, hotel management systems. Right. So it's not easy from a company like for a company like mine to to develop such a tool. I can do it for one of the hotel chain if they are willing to pay. And then we are not talking about uh, simple thousands of euros. We are talking much more because we need to develop uh some on-demand software for this but uh i can imagine people uh, i can imagine company that is something like software as a service or key as a service company uh who delivers solution for something like this using the nft tech stack yeah so so i think it's possible for both but it's not closed only for the hospitality technology providers it's open yeah. also for for the companies like ours. I think I think you're right. It it's going to very much depend on the type of a project, right? Um, yeah. And I think there's room for both. You know, blockchain as a service. I honestly I haven't seen a vendor so far in the hospitality space that is doing that. Um, like I said, you know, during my research, I've spoken, I had a couple of different conversations with different, uh, you know, hospitality managers here in UAE. And, uh, I've asked them if they've been approached by vendors, by, by technology providers, um, particularly, you know, about blockchain to talk about blockchain and none of them, none of them, you know, all of them said basically that. No, that's just not a thing. There's no, there's, there's no supplier side. So as of now, which is, you know, which is interesting because does it mean that there's no, that, that technology companies don't see the need uh, or don't see, don't see the demand is one thing, but also maybe perceive hospitality as rather, you know, slow in terms of embracing innovations. And that's why, you know, maybe it's still too early days to kind of, you know, focus on that industry? Blockchain companies are still uh, at their early phase. So uh, as I see on the market, there are uh, lower hanging fruits than hospitality market. As you said, legacy systems, uh, people who are used to... Right. Uh, uh, to, to 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 legacy systems to to other technologies uh, people that you have to convince that it's uh it's worth to use uh, the blockchain the nft the other tech but there are some other places like the sport associations 
uh, where the uh, the blockchain on the NFT is more natural uh, innovation, more natural evolution, even of, of the things that I already do, because you know we we are uh, we are collecting a sport card with sportsman for like fifty years right now. So yeah, it, from that perspective, it was always with us. So right now we have we simply have a technology to make it uh, in digital and and it's simple yeah. so it's still, i think it's still not too many uh when you are work, uh, looking at this this uh, space globally not too many vendors providing uh the tools like this and uh, and i think that's why there's not many well, vendors and then there's also this perception, you know, there's 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 lack of trust. You've mentioned yeah. you've mentioned scams right at the beginning. That yeah. that's that's a huge thing uh, because it just has a massive impact. The problem is that the scams get into the media, right? They they yeah. all these hacks and scams and you know people losing money and so on. This is something that sells. It it makes headlines. The fact that you know IBM has developed a fantastic blockchain that can basically you know make the, your whole enterprise much more efficient, uh, or the fact that you know Carrefour or Walmart are doing blockchain uh, food security now, that's like it's big, but it's big for us because we're enthusiasts and you know we see yeah. oh wow these games like this is game changing. But the problem is it's going to be game changing in ten years for the broader kind of you know for the wider public as of now it's only it kind of only resonates with the enthusiasts really right yeah and you know i think it's it's also about the communication and the wording itself it's it's not about uh developing blockchain that help uh, my company be much more efficient it's about uh, the tool that will help my company be efficient so at the end, I don't care if it's a blockchain or something else. But uh, we decided to go into the NFT tech uh, because we see the utilities and possibilities uh, that from my perspective are endless. And uh, I hope, honestly, that within five years, we will not use the word NFT. <laughs> Actually, when what we've been else playing... Would in we, uh, uh, we will be talking about uh, the utilities. We will be talking about the possibilities, like uh, collectibles, yeah. like simply digital ticket, not the uh, air Baltic NFT. ticket uh, using NFTs. It, it doesn't matter if it uses NFT. It's important that this is your ticket. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you've seen what Starbucks did. They 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 uh, also recently announced that they're launching a new platform, which is blockchain, NFT, Web3, you name it. Mm -hmm. But the beauty of that platform is that from a user perspective, you completely don't know about it. You log in using your app that you had in your on your on your mobile for a while. Mm -hmm. You're still collecting stamps like you were collecting yeah. stamps in the past, right? It's just so happens that these stamps are now NFTs. And yes, you do get additional things. You know, you get those like almost like Web3 slash metaverse journeys and, you know, all additional kind of shebang. But you don't even have to know that it's NFT or blockchain based, right? And I think that's the key to, 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 
to uh, on the other hand you know i kind of do get some of the hotels uh, or some of the some of the companies you know uh, issuing big press releases that they're getting into it, the nft space right it's same as web3 or same with metaverse it it just you know for a for a particular base of clients or or for a selected kind of type of audience it just you know creating that hype is everything right because if you are a hotel that is focusing on attracting digital nomads gen z you know this kind of a um target market then announcing that you're into uh, that you're you're now moving your loyalty program for example or you know your rewards program into the nft space that's like huge right i would i would definitely be interested but then again i'm probably not an objectively <laughs> additional yeah, you know, you know I customer. Think it's a completely different statement because what you said just a statement we are innovative you yeah. my, my clients look at it we are innovative we are entering the things that our uh, competitors don't even dream about it. So we are the first, we we are innovative. And so that's why they're using uh, this early adopter words. Uh, but uh, it won't be a big thing, maybe not soon, because I wanted to use the word soon, but I think within few, like three, four years, it won't be a big thing. You know, uh-huh. entering uh, to the NFT words, for for the hotel chain or i don't know some uh some city uh it it won't be a big thing because many of them will be there already so now we are in the moment when it's still uh big i think now we we are still in the moment because yeah, yeah there is a lot of scams uh, but many organization companies can show that uh it it simply it doesn't have to be scam so it may be a easy thing to use and uh, and provide utilities. Because I'm still uh, stuck to the word utility, but from my perspective, NFT without utility does not exist. It's right. uh, it, If it will be without utilities, it will be yet another technology that will disappear. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we can provide it. It's, you know, people were collecting postcards for hundreds of years. And uh, I can imagine that actually this is something that I go going uh, with me from sometimes to build a NFT based postcard system. But you you are not only you you not only have the postcard, but you can send the postcard to somebody. You can right. put some text to this, and it can be a collectible then. Mm-hmm. So there will be some simple utilities. I don't know if I will have a time to deliver it. Uh, but uh, it came to my mind that uh, you know there are hundreds of millions, if not more, postcards uh, collected on the world. Quite huge market uh, to yeah. uh, digitalize. And uh, do you see any other use cases for hospitality and tourism? Because we spoke a lot about, you know, customer loyalty rewards programs. You know, you you can probably imagine digital art, right? Many hotels partner with artists. So selling digital art is is one of the things. And then you can probably put that digital art around the, the, the hotel, right? But is there anything else you could see in hospitality and tourism? 
You know, I, I also mentioned a uh, moment before that like more technology project, uh, like uh, keys for the hotel rooms uh, that right, are yeah. also NFTs. So that, that could be the utility. In, in the digital art space, uh, I think it, it may be both uh, uh, space when you can uh, buy an art that you saw in the hotel, but also you can bring your, your own art with you to the hotel. And uh, something like in Minority Report, uh, you will have uh, your surroundings uh, will change to the way that that you like it because you you own the art, so you take your art with you uh, mm -hmm. everywhere you go. Uh, I can imagine uh, projects that, uh, but you you also mentioned it uh, with. Uh, NFT-based booking systems. Actually, there is a project like this. It's in True Global Ventures portfolio. I don't remember the name, uh, but they are starting to to work on NFT-based uh, booking system. They're also they're 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 right now running on the Haiti, I think, and in some part of the United States. So you can book a hotel, but then you have NFT which can which you can sell. But still, the the hotel also when you are selling it's in a much uh, hotter season. Uh, also, hotel earns on it. Uh, I think, uh, from my perspective, it's like the utilities are good to develop or uh, develop with the partners from the hotel. So each hotel, each uh, hospitality yeah. provider has its own needs. And these utilities and this, the design of the system needs to be kind of responsive of the needs and to give something, of course, to the end, end users and the clients uh, which are visiting hotels, but also they need to bring value to the hotel itself. So those are the consultancy parts that uh, uh, when we discuss uh, how we can use the technology to to deliver value. Right. So it's not only technology, it's really creativity as well, right? Because your first right. stage of that project is to really kind of design, you know, that utility, right? And then design the NFT as well, right? And then to build all exactly. of that and glue all of that. Exactly, and... because, you know, designing NFT is, is simple. Yeah. The, the, the art or something that is inside. Uh, designing smart contract, for us, it's simple. We have a platform which do this. But designing the utility that brings value, it's something which is unique for each client. Yeah. And and there is a, the biggest value in this project. Uh, even though you're, uh, even though you, if my client decide that they don't want to implement all of the utilities at the beginning, because this, they said, okay, let's do some kind of uh, proof of concept, just check if if it works. It's okay, even if it's just a simple, I don't know, gated content. You know, like uh -huh. uh, when you are visiting uh, one of the hotels, you will get a NFT which opens opens you um, some access to uh, to some content which is uh, really well written uh, tourist guide or i don't know some tickets to the restaurants platform or digital concierge whatever or maybe to not the digital concierge but to to the real one but yeah yeah no fair enough 
I think I think the devils are obviously in the details, but but that oh. that utility part that's that's I've seen I've seen a couple of different approaches. You know, I've seen people doing or hotels doing just purely souvenir, just 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 get a nice you know digital image that is going to remind you that you know you spend a nice holiday here with us. And then you've got also, you know, you've got, for example, there's a, there's Oya Resort, uh, there's a completely new, I think, establishment that basically is going to operate a, um, like a membership club. So, and you can buy, I think, three types of NFTs, and they come with a huge list of uh, of benefits, right? Mm-hmm. Which almost look like too good to be true for the value of the NFT, because I think that the, the the I can't remember the details, but the the, the cheapest one, uh, which is called I think local, um, I want to say it's like thousand dollars, but it comes with so many benefits that it's surreal. It's 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 amazing, right? Yeah, but but you know, in the, in that cases, and in that cases, NFT, it's like when. Ten years ago, when you apply to some club or some places, you got a card, just to membership card to show that you are a member. So now you don't have to have a card. You can have it as an NFT in your wallet, on your phone, uh, every, everywhere with you. So that's why I'm thinking it's, you're not paying in, the, in this particular uh, scenario. You are not paying for NFT. You're, you are paying for membership, but the NFT is just a proof of membership. But in, the interesting thing about this one is because you can trade it, right? The concept of membership being assigned to you as a person, you as Arek, for example, right? That that yeah. can change because, and I think Air Baltic is talking exactly about that, that, you know, if you're a frequent flyer, if you have, you know, Star Alliance or Emirates uh, Skywards yeah. program, that's assigned to you. You can't transfer your points. You can't, you know, you can't share your your membership with anyone else no one else can benefit from the fact that you are a frequent frequent flyer whereas if you are a member of an nft based frequent flyer program you can i can imagine you can trade your points with others for example right uh you can trade your benefits so it's a different kind of approach to membership or programs but um I think it's going to, like you said, in the next five years, it's just going to evolve and we're going to see so many use cases. You know, now we have merely a couple, right? But but over the next couple of years, um, I think we'll see that, you know, things like fractional ownership and tokenized uh, real estate, that's already becoming uh, a massive trend, right? My favorite cost-driven NFT projects were, you know, as a tourist, because, you know, you can probably do it without NFTs, but then how many times are you actually paying to a, a charity organization abroad? You know, you support their cause, right? But if you think that you have to wire the money, pay the fees, you know, do the FX, and you don't really know where it's going to go, when it's going to go, and it's just a hassle. You know, buying an NFT, provided that it doesn't require you to build, to, to open a 17th digital wallet and, you know, remember <laughs> 3,000 seeds, you know, words and all these 
I think you'll agree with me that it's not the most yeah, user friendly okay. process now. So if it's if it's Web two, but with Web three under <laughs> underneath, right, with a simple user experience, I think it's going to be a game changer. Uh, last thing that I wanted to ask you: Do you own an NFT? Yes, I do. Oh, very good. Actually, oh, I was scared to be. <laughs> Because, you know, sometimes people are all about, you know, NFTs and blockchain, etc. And then you ask them, oh, okay, so do you have Bitcoin or do you have whatever? And they're like, well, no, no, actually, I don't. So I'm very glad that you are credible. I do have a few of them. And actually, I don't have any PFPs, so these profile pictures. Right. So yeah. uh, so I didn't buy any, any monkey or zombie or anything like this because I simply don't believe it. Uh, but yeah, I do have uh, some NFTs. So, like awesome. Yeah. Okay, look, I thanks so much. Uh, it was a great conversation. I really learned a lot. Um, I wish you and Collectico Labs all the best. Uh, I hope you guys uh, deliver that project with the hotel that you've mentioned. I know you can't reveal any details but i shall be looking for those details in the press i hope you guys are going to do some press release and you know let the people know that you know they they you've done this um and yeah and and i'll be i'll be looking um hopefully to see also the polish football association nfts in qatar yeah. and the Lewandowski nft as well <laughs> Dinner with Lewandowski NFT. Yeah. It won't be easy, uh, but maybe, maybe we will see. So thank you very much for inviting me uh, and I will keep you informed on, on our project. And maybe you will see something also interesting there. Awesome. Right. Thanks so much. Take care. Well, that's it for today. Thank you all for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others. And you can also post about it on social media and leave a rating and review. You can also follow Hospitalityverse on LinkedIn. And as usual, all links and resources are available in the episode notes and on hospitalityverse.io. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.